changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some instant inspiration from Chicken Soup for the Soul. So Christmas is just one week away, and I want to talk about holiday magic because it is a magical time of year. And I'm going to tell you a couple of stories today that are just so weird, and they're about such magical coincidences. I found both of these stories in a book that we put out for Christmas last year called Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Joy of Christmas. So this first story is by Rosemary McLaughlin. And one of the reasons I like this story is because it's about a book. And of course, I love books. So Rosemary had a friend named Susie, and Susie was celebrating her second Christmas with her new husband, whose name was Bill. When they had met each other, Bill had been a widower after a 50-year, very happy marriage to his first wife, Maggie, and Susie had been divorced for a long time. They got together. Now they were celebrating their second Christmas, and Rosemary, who volunteered at the Northland Public Library in Pittsburgh, saw a book at the library's used book sale that she thought might be perfect for Susie to give to Bill for Christmas. So Rosemary texted Susie, and Susie wrote back and said, sure, get it. The book was called Consider the Lilies, and it was in beautiful shape for a used book. And it basically checked all the right boxes for Bill because he was a retired minister, an avid gardener, and a nature lover. And this book was filled with pretty watercolor prints of flowers and lovely Bible quotes. So Rosemary picked it up for Susie. Susie looked through the book and thought that it was perfect. And then after Christmas, Susie got back in touch with Rosemary to tell her how Bill had reacted to his gift. And she really surprised Rosemary because she said that Bill opened the gift, gasped, and burst into tears. Why? Well, neither Rosemary nor Susie had noticed the inscription at the front of the book. It said, To Bill and Maggie, Love Maida. That book had been given to Bill and Maggie more than 30 years ago in Michigan. He and Maggie had given the book away when they left Michigan to move to Pennsylvania many years earlier. And somehow, that book that Bill had shared with his first wife had made its way from Michigan to Pennsylvania, still in great shape, to be returned to Bill as a gift from his second wife. So that story about the book was quite a coincidence. And here's another wonderful coincidence in a story by Mary Ellen Angel Scribe, who was one of our regular writers. Mary Ellen's story occurs on Christmas Day, and she was the first one up at her parents' house in Vancouver in British Columbia. It was only seven in the morning, but she knew that her best friend Rita would be awake because Rita had young children. So she dialed Rita's number to wish her a happy Christmas. But instead of hearing Rita's voice, she heard someone say, Hello? in a weak, kind of crackly voice. And Mary Ellen still thought it was Rita. So she said, Rita, what's wrong? Are you all right? And then the crackly voice said, Who is this? And she realized it wasn't Rita. She had reached a wrong number, and she had bothered an elderly woman on Christmas morning. So she apologized to this lady, 
But the lady said, oh, not to worry. It is nice to have someone to talk to, as I don't have anything to do today, nor anyone to talk to. And Mary Ellen felt so bad for her all alone on Christmas Day that she stayed on the phone with her and started chatting. Now, Mary Ellen had phoned Rita on Vancouver Island, which was a long-distance number, so she was curious as to where this woman lived, and the woman said, Burnaby. Well, Burnaby is in the opposite direction in British Columbia. It's not even in the same area code as Rita's number, and Mary Ellen couldn't understand how had the phone company patched her through to this lady instead of to Rita. Anyway, in their conversation, Mary Ellen learned that the woman was named Faith and that she was 80 years old and a widow. She had no children, and she had nothing to do on Christmas Day. After talking to her for an hour, Mary Ellen decided that they should invite her to their house for Christmas. And so it was arranged, and the mood in Mary Ellen's house was transformed because her stepfather was dying from cancer. So they had been planning a sad, very low-key Christmas day. But now they were entertaining this stranger, so everyone was feeling happier. And they had a great time that day with Faith. And then as she was saying her goodbyes, Mary Ellen's mother suddenly realized that they had never exchanged last names. So Mary Ellen's mother asked Faith, what is your last name? And Faith replied, Holden. No, Mary Ellen's mother said, that's my last name. What is your last name? And Faith looked confused, and she said, Holden, H-O-L-D-E-N. They had the same last name. So they sat back down in the living room, and they talked some more. And it turned out that Faith's late husband was from England, as was Mary Ellen's stepfather, Jim Holden. And both of them were from families that had immigrated to Winnipeg, Canada, from England. And they discovered a lot of similarities between their families, and they realized that they were probably related. So Mary Ellen concludes her story by writing, How is it possible to dial a long-distance number on Christmas morning but end up connecting with a local number and a person who needed us as much as we needed her and was possibly a family member, too? And then she tells us, We remained friends with Faith until her passing a few years later. So that's it for today. Two wonderful coincidences on Christmas Day. Thanks for joining me today on the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. And please sign up for it on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you like to get your podcasts. And make my producer, Chad, happy and post a review also. The more reviews we get, the more likely we are to attract new listeners. And I think these stories make a difference, so I'd love to get even more people on board. Join me next time for a couple of stories that show one of the best paths to a Merry Christmas is through giving. Giving to people you know and giving to people you don't know. I'll be sharing a couple more stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, a book of Christmas miracles. <laughs>